worship him this morning. He has not called the seed of Jacob to seek him in vain. Thank you, Jesus. I want you to connect with heaven tonight. Let your heart be connected to heaven. You have not come here to look at any man. You have come for a visitation. We wait on you. Lord, we wait on you. We wait on you. Lord, we wait on you. We wait on you. Lord, we wait on you. We wait on you. Lord, we wait on you. Lord, we wait on you. on you this morning. Speak to us. Glorify yourself. Bless your people this morning. And take all the glory. In Jesus' name we worship. Somebody excited shout hallelujah. Please be seated. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I want to appreciate God for the privilege of bringing the word to you this morning. I don't take it for granted. I want to also thank Pastor Kinsley and his wife, Pastor Mildred, for the great job they are doing. Amen. Pastor Jethro and his associate, Pastor Willie, well done. The Lord reward you. The protocol, the choir, and every other group, hospitality, security, great job. The Lord will honor you. As you have been faithful with another mountain, God will give you your own. In the precious name of Jesus. I also want to recognize my mother. Amen. Pastor Kinsley's mother. <laughs> the Lord bless you, man. Amen. You can please be seated. God honor you. She's the only surviving parents that we have. My father is late, so <laughs> you will live long. You will not die before your time. In the precious name of Jesus Christ. Very quickly, because of our time, the first service, we talked about discipline. We, we, we are talking about kingdom culture. We're just laying the foundation you know, for the main uh, topic, you know. So, dealing with our character, our work with God. We talked about discipline. And I said, kingdom culture entails a set of values Christians are expected to exhibit or live by to reflect God who is the king of this kingdom. We are in God's domain and God is the king. It's God's kingdom. Okay? And these attributes are 
requirements to fulfill your destiny in whatever sphere of influence you belong. Government, entertainment, celebration, you know, business. You need it to succeed in this kingdom. And as you grow naturally working with God, you begin to exhibit these attributes naturally. I talked about the early church. When they saw them, they knew that these ones have been with Jesus. They didn't have to say, I'm a Christian. Do you know I'm a Christian? I'm an apostle. No. They saw them and said, said, these ones, Acts chapter 4 verse 13. Acts chapter 4 verse 13, Amplified Version. It said, now when the men of Shehendra, Jewish high court, saw the confidence and boldness of Peter and John, and grasped the fact that they were uneducated and untrained, ordinary men, they were astounded and began to recognize that they had been with Jesus. Naturally, they were exhibiting the character of the kingdom. And that's why we're teaching this in this month of November. And so from this time around, it will be your own experience in Jesus' name. Remember Peter? Peter was trying to dodge, like I said in the first service. A young lady said, you, you were with Jesus. He said, no. <laughs> he sat down. And that man came and said, you, we are with Jesus. He couldn't hide it. It was natural for them to exhibit such characters because they, were, they, they had been with Jesus. Amen. And I said that God has great plans for us. Always thinking good for us. Always. He wants you to do well. He's not looking out for your mistakes. It's okay to make mistakes once in a while. You repent and come back. But he's not looking out for your mistakes. He look, he's looking out to do you good. He said, I know the thoughts I have towards the thoughts of good and not of evil to give you a future and a hope. Jeremiah 29 verse 11. Thinking of good for you. 24-7. Good. Looking out for good. Amen. Don't let anybody tell you anything to the contrary. Amen. And I said that many people don't fulfill their destinies in Christ because of some of these things. We have a part to play in fulfilling our destiny. It's not enough to have a glorious destiny ahead for you. You need to play your part to enter into it and to fulfill it. And I'm so excited that the church membership is mainly young men and women. You have the advantage of time. Amen. I've seen God raise people. I've seen God raise people that didn't look like it. You might not look like it, but most of you are even looking like it. Shout hallelujah. I'm telling you, I tell you the truth. You might not look like it, but I want to begin to see you the way God sees you. In the next five years, in the next ten years. So don't mess up. Keep yourself. Somebody said I will keep myself. I, I, I said Apostle Joshua Salmon used to say that if devil, if God wants to give you a millionaire by tomorrow, devil will come and give you two, offer you two hundred thousand today, so that you miss the one million tomorrow. You will not miss your place in destiny. In the mighty name of Jesus Christ, we talked about discipline. I'll just run through, then I'll go to the topic for today. Because of time, I'll find time to come back again. Amen. You will make it. I'm excited to be here. I said discipline is self-control. Striving to follow rules and regulations. Operating under strict control. Operating as commanded by God, not as convenience. Most of the things, the instructions God will give you in the Bible and as it speaks to you, in your private time of worship, they might not be convenient, but they are for your good. It doesn't have to be convenient. Amen. Amen. Shout hallelujah. Apostle Paul, a great man with revelation and graces, he said in 1 Corinthians chapter 9, verse 27, but I keep under my body, 
and bring it unto subjection. Lest by any means, when I have preached to others, I myself will be found a castaway. He had to keep himself. This one is not prayer, it's not even fast. He said, I will keep my body, I will take steps, deliberate steps to keep myself away from things that would make me lose my reward. Amen. It's not a gift, it's a deliberate effort. Amen. I'm not talking of Shout hallelujah. We're not talking about the discipline people impose on you. We're talking about self-discipline. You consciously want to place limit, limits and boundaries over your life for the purpose of fulfilling your destiny. There are some no-go areas because you love God. You are doing it not just because you want to fulfill destiny, but because you love and fear God. Like Joseph. He said, I will not do this thing because of God. I will not sleep with Shout hallelujah. Yeah, so it's you, you, you're exercising self-control because you love God, not just because you want to fulfill destiny. A disciplined lifestyle. We talked about that God has given us what it takes to be self-disciplined. Second Timothy chapter 1 verse 17 talked about for God has not given us a spirit of fear and timidity, but of power, love, and self-discipline. Amen. Number two, we said you should resist temptation. With the help of the Holy Ghost. You know, it said Hebrews 12 14, amplified version. It said Hebrews 12 4. It said, You have not struggled to the point of shedding blood in your striving against sin. That means it, it is possible to shed blood, to say no to sin. Okay, but it has not gone into that for you. So you need to take steps to, to, to resist temptation. They will come. And I said, Not everything legitimate or lawful is beneficial to you. So you need to be able to say no to some things. They might look good. They might look normal, lawful, but you say no. It's not beneficial to me. Amen. And you also need the grace to be able to say no. Some people can't say no. You need to have that grace. Some people say, you know, I, I know Sabi say no. Who told you? You can say no. There are some things that will come up. You don't even need to think about it. You take a decision immediately. You don't need to consult anybody. This one is a no-go for me. Amen. You set boundaries. Because you want, you fear God and you want to fulfill your destiny. There is a lot, but I will just go to the topic for today, which is uh, faithfulness. We're talking about faithfulness. Amen. So you can get the tape for first service and hear uh, what we talked about discipline. So faithfulness is the concept 
of unfailingly remaining loyal to someone or something and putting that loyalty in consistent practice regardless of the circumstances. Amen. Some of you have been faithful. You've been here 25 years, 24 years. When the church started as a fellowship, it's faithfulness. Amen. Amen. You stood when it looked like nothing, when it didn't look like it. Amen. It says it's long continued and steadfast fidelity to whatever one is bound to by pledge, duty, or obligation. It's a quality of being true to one's word or commitments. Faithfulness is very critical if you must fulfill destiny. We have scarcity of faithful men and women in our time. May you be different. <laughs> very scarce to have people that are dependable, loyal, and true-heartedness. Scarce. You must cultivate the habit. You must make conscious effort to be faithful. Amen. If you must fulfill destiny in your sphere, you must be faithful. God is a faithful God. It's one of the attributes of the king of our kingdom. First Thessalonians chapter 5 verse 24. First Thessalonians chapter 5 verse 24, King James Version. It says, faithful is he that calleth you who also will do it. So God is faithful. So his children must be faithful. First Corinthians chapter 1 verse 9. It says, God is faithful by whom you were called unto the fellowship of his son. Jesus Christ, our Lord. So, faithfulness is key in this kingdom. There is an unusual tendency for people to be unfaithful in our time. People cut corners. People want shortcuts. They don't want to do the right thing deliberately. Everybody is doing it. The lie of the devil. No, some people are faithful. You will be faithful. <laughs> like I said, we have scarcity of faithful men and women. Proverbs chapter 26, verse 6. It says, Amplified Version, it says, Many a man proclaims his own loyalty and goodness, but who can find a faithful and trustworthy man? It's difficult. They come around you for what they can get. When they can't see it anymore, they leave. Or when they see too much, they steal and go. Too much. And they cut short their destiny. If you must stand out in our time, you must determine to be faithful in whatever you are doing, even in service to God. It says, Required unto his steward to be faithful. You are not doing it because of Pastor Kinsley. You are doing it because of God. And God rewards faithfulness. Amen. To flow with the crowd is to be lost in the crowd. You want to do what every other person is doing. <laughs> People say they can't find jobs, they can't they get jobs, they can't retain it. If you are faithful, they will keep you. Amen. They might not tell you openly, but they know who is faithful. In your organization, amongst your peers, they know the faithful person. When they're actually looking for who to succeed, they will look for you. I tell you from my own personal experience, I've worked with all kinds of people. Faithful. I don't care where you come from. I don't, I don't care. I do my job as unto the Lord. That's what the scripture commands. Please be faithful. If you must rise, if you must take your place at the top, you must be faithful. Many people are double-faced. There's something in church today. When they go home, they're a different person. At work, they're another person. Three kinds of lives. That will not be you in Jesus' name. Be who you are. Amen. Unfaithful people most times don't end well. It may look like they are succeeding. But at the end, the Bible says, watch the perfect man at the end. It's great. But the unfaithful person, it might look like it's progressing. But their end is usually not too good. Amen. 
Because that is not God's foundation for our prosperity. Gehazi had the opportunity to get the third portion of the anointing, but he lost it on the platform of unfaithfulness. He would have received the mantle from Elisha. But he lost it because he was greedy. Instead, he inherited leprosy. Unfaithfulness. He was too familiar with the man of God. You can find that story in 2 Kings chapter 5, verse 25 to 27. I will just read 2 Kings chapter 5, verse 25 to 27. It says, But when he went in and stood before the master, and Elisha said unto him, Whence cometh thou, Gehazi? And he said, Thy servant went nowhere. And he said unto him, Went not my heart with thee? When the man turned again from his chariots to meet thee, is it a time to receive money and to receive garments and olive yards and vineyards and sheep and oxen and men servants and maid servants? The leprosy therefore of Naaman shall cleave unto thee and unto thy seed forever. And he went out from his presence a leper as with the white snow. What a great loss on the platform of unfaithfulness. <laughs> he lost his lineage in that mantle because he was unfaithful. And that's what happens to many people. You might still make heaven. But you're not fulfilled. There are some might lose out because of unfaithfulness. Most people don't want to wait for their time. It takes some time to forget to make you. Not because he's keeping those things. No, to prepare you. Too many people have failed God when they get to the top. Too many. Say, ah, the man is a big pastor. His man is a Christian. When he became CEO, he slept with his secretary. How? He did not work on the issue of immorality when he was just a manager. He was covering it and just pretending. So when he got to the top, we have very few people can talk to you. You know, at the top, few people can tell you. Everybody wants to tell you what you want to hear. Ekbalesa, ah, it's Ekbalesa. Everything he says is well. <laughs> but when he came, you know, very few people can really rebuke you. So it's easy to fall. Because of what they are getting from you, they don't want to lose favor with you. So that's why God prepares you. I gave them testimony in first service. How I stayed in the house in Bangladesh with a European woman. Went from New York on official assignment. Two of us in a presidential guest suit. We eat together. We drive the same car. Nothing. European woman. Oibo. Three days. I built myself. There are boundaries. Faithfulness. I will have done something and come back. When I enter America, it's my wife. I say, hello, darling. <laughs> ah! No way. Boundaries. Faithfulness. Whether they are watching or not. You are who you are. In church. At home. At the school. Somebody say here. You will stand out. And when you stand out, you will be sought for. In the name of Jesus Christ. Judas Iscariot was unfaithful to his master, Jesus. Unfaithfulness killed him. Just, and when he got the money later, he, he, he hated himself and he committed suicide. Their end is usually terrible. You will not end bad in Jesus' name. a man or woman of your world. Don't promise what you cannot do. Amen. The Bible says there are two servants before Jesus, before his master. He said, he told the first one, will you go and do this? The man said, no, I won't do it. The man said, I will do it. And later he didn't do it. But the second one that said, I won't do it and changed his mind and did it. Which one is better? Many people promise what they cannot do. Don't be compelled to say yes when you should say no. Don't be under pressure. No. If you cannot, don't let anybody compel you to say, bring, bring money and you say, I'll give you. No, if you don't have, I won't give you. I don't have to give you. Amen. Be a man and a woman. Be faithful. Say what you mean and mean what you say. There are little things, but they add up to making you fulfill destiny. First Corinthians chapter 4, verse 2. 
First Corinthians chapter 4 verse 2 says, Moreover, it is required in stewards that a man be found faithful. Very important. If you are serving in any category, in your office, in your business venture, be faithful. In the church, be faithful. It doesn't matter who is looking at you or who is not looking at you. Some of us have grown in the ministry where we are by faithfulness. We are serving as if we, 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 we are partners in the ministry. Serving unto God. Amen. All kinds of things. Traveled long distances to preach. I used to leave New York to Connecticut when we were starting the winner's branch in Connecticut. I would drive from New York in the morning to meet up the service in Connecticut. We were trying to establish the church then in Connecticut. I would drive. Over the night, I would prepare and pray. Half asleep, I would drive about two hours from New York. Sometimes New Jersey. When we were starting winners in America, North America. Service. Nobody gave me fuel money. Nothing. He didn't care. Faithfulness. Bishop Oedeboa was not looking at us. Faithfulness. Today, winners in North America is big. Because of people who paid the price. We are serving because of knowledge of faithfulness. Amen. Amen. Benefits of faithfulness. God blesses faithful people. Proverbs 28 verse 20. A faithful man shall abound with what? Proverbs 28 verse 20. King James Version. A faithful man shall abound with blessings. Whether from the man you are serving or from God. He said you will abound with blessings. They will just come anyhow. But he that maketh haste to be rich shall not be innocent. That will not be your story. Number two. Faithful people are usually rewarded. Luke chapter 19 verse 17. Luke chapter 19 verse 17. New Living Translation if you have it. Okay, let's read King James Version. It's okay. And he said unto him, Well done. Thou good and faithful, thou good servant. Because thou hast been faithful in a very little, have thou authority over ten cities. Rewards because of faithfulness. Say, well done. At the appointed time, you will not miss your own well done. And it comes with reward. He said, you have been faithful with one city. I will give you ten cities. Say, you will be governor over ten cities as your reward. New Living Translation. Mordecai has served his king very well and they forgot him. Exodus chapter 6 verse 1. He said, on that night the king could not sleep. He said, what has been done to this man that did this? They will remember you. Your labor of love will not be forgotten. He said, the king could not sleep. Esther chapter 6 verse 1. He said, on that night the king could not sleep. He said, bring the books. Remember us. What has been done to this man? Mordecai thought he was forgotten. Haman was busy harassing him all over the place. Making life difficult for him. But God remembered him. God will remember you. As you remain faithful in the name of Jesus Christ. And at due time, you will prosper as a faithful person. Luke chapter 16, verse 12. Luke chapter 16, verse 12. He said, and if you have not been faithful in that which is another man's, who shall give you that which is your own? So, one of the foundations for getting your own. I see people serve people, their masters. They are not faithful. You know, in the Igbo tradition, we train people in trade. You know, we are anointed for trading. Yes. <laughs> They might not go to school too much, but we can train ourselves straight. Give them small money. You see them next, they are millionaires. Obi Kubana, all those kind of people. Hmm? <laughs> it's, a, it's, a, it's a grace. So you can't take it. You can't take that. It's a grace. So some of them are not faithful serving them. I say, when you serve your master very well, then God can give you your own. Most people cut short their destiny. So you can't get your own and do well if you have not served your master well. I, I pity civil servants and public servants that cheat the government when they are serving. 
They think they make money to start their business. They don't, make, they don't do well when they open their own business because they've not learned to be faithful. You, it's not overnight. They are stealing money, making life difficult. When they leave, they want to open my own business. Their businesses crash because God has not given them those businesses. If, if you have not been faithful, that which Sander, who will give you your own? God will not give you. That's scripture. Somebody said here, please be faithful. I urge you. You are young people. You have a great destiny. Be faithful as you live your life. Keep yourself in order. Young woman, don't mess up. Don't collect the 200,000 from devil and miss the 1 million God wants to give you tomorrow. Let no man deceive you. I love you. I love you. Send the emoji. Love. No, no, no. I'm telling you the truth. You go and do what is wrong. For what? If Esther had misbehaved, <laughs> the uncle wouldn't have had confidence to nominate her as a contestant for the, uh, the king's wife. No way. But she kept herself. And from being an orphan in her uncle's place, became queen that delivered her people. Mary was a virgin. God looked at it and said, that you are highly favored. There were other virgins. Of course, they were not looking at other people. They couldn't look at Rahab. Rahab had her own job to do as a prostitute. She also played her part, you know. But when they were looking for, you know, the Esthers, the Marys, you know what I'm talking about. Keep yourself for the great destiny that you have. Young men, keep yourself. I've, I've, I've been able to work with former court members. God has used me to bring them to the Lord. Great, fantastic people. They tell they don't know why they even got into what they were doing. Don't make the mistake. Don't sell off for tomorrow because of what you get today. Amen. Be faithful. Be who you are in church, in school, at work. Don't let anybody deceive you. Amen. You have a great destiny. I'll, I'll tell you the truth. I've seen God raise men from nowhere. Where you are is not a challenge for God. God wants to take glory in your life. Just come the way you are. Serve him. It might take some time, but we are too sure. Success in this kingdom is predictable. When it, it's just a matter of time, it will come to pass. May God open your eyes to see your destiny. You won't mess up. Catch a vision. When you catch a vision, it helps you to remain faithful. You see, the Bible says, where there is no vision, people perish. They, 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 they cast off restraints. Catch a vision. You won't do anything anyhow. You'll be faithful in that little thing God has put in your hand. I see you prosper in the name of Jesus Christ. Let's rise now of it because of time. You must be faithful. You must be disciplined. You must be faithful. To get to the top that God has prepared for you. It's a serious matter. Many people don't fulfill destiny. Many. We can shout. We can sing. We can be excited. But when it comes to fulfilling destiny, you have a major part to play. It is not even the calling, the anointing, the grace. No. You have a part to play. The Bible says in Daniel chapter 1 verse 8, Daniel proposed in his heart. Me, I will not define myself. Of course, you know the end of the story. They did very well in, in a strange land. I see you doing well. I see you occupying that place that God has in stock for you. Lift up your voice and just, just receive grace to be disciplined, to be faithful. Faithfulness is so scarce in our time. It's everyone proclaims his goodness, but a faithful and trustworthy man, who can find? Who can? May God find you. May your bosses find you. May this nation find you. Lift up your voice and begin to pray. Lord, I receive grace. I receive grace. It's only you, Jesus. It's only you. It's only you, Jesus. It's only you. It's only you. Only you, Jesus. It's only you. It's only you. It's 